great. Well, Father, we just thank you that we can gather tonight, and God, we, we just, we love you so much, Father, and we love being in your presence. So God, tonight, just come speak to us, give us encounters with you, Father. God, just change us from the inside out, God, and we just, we want to just minister to you tonight, God, as you in turn minister to us. We just thank you in your name. We need you, Jesus. We need your fire. We need you like never before. We just receive in your presence tonight, Lord. We receive all that you want to pour out on us. We receive your strength, your fire, your life, that resurrection life, that you would come and breathe on all of the dead places. We just receive that word tonight, Lord, that you are releasing life into dead places. You are restoring hope. You're reviving hearts, God. You're bringing us back to life. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are life. You are life. Yeah, we thank you, God. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, God. We just position our hearts before you tonight in worship. We just continue without song, to just worship you by offering ourselves. We, we yield our hearts to you. We yield our innermost being to each, each one of us, our innermost being. We yield to you. We surrender to you. We just position ourselves before you tonight, Lord, and we say, here we are, here we are. You can have it all. You purchased us, Lord. Your blood was the price you paid to redeem us so we belong to you. We just declare that over ourselves. I am not my own, but I've been bought with a price, the precious blood of Jesus, the spotless lamb of God. I'm glad, I'm, I gladly, gladly give my life to you, Lord. I gladly surrender all that I am to you. Jack Hayford of the Foursquare denomination wrote the, the lyrics to this song, this powerful song. Majesty, worship his majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory, honor, and praise. Majesty, kingdom authority, flows from his throne unto his own. His anthem raise. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus. Magnify, come glorify Christ Jesus the King. Majesty, worship his majesty. Jesus who died, now glorified, the King of all kings. Yeah, kingdom authority flows from his throne unto his own. His anthem we raise. We just receive that authority tonight, Lord. Kingdom authority flows from your throne unto your own. We just receive it. We step into your authority, King Jesus. We are in the realm of the kingdom. Where your spirit is, there is the kingdom. And your, your spirit, Holy Spirit, you release freedom in this room tonight. Kingdom authority and freedom 
freedom to worship you, freedom to drop off the things that hold us back, freedom to run into your presence, to run to the foot of your throne, to lay it all down, never to be rejected, never to be pushed away. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, we can, we can look up if you want to look up. I see some eyeballs in the room blinking. I see a few. You know, Romans 12, verse 11 says, Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord. Keep your passion toward him boiling hot. So let's just transfer the boiling hot feeling inside of us right now. And we're going to just aim that to him. We're going we're gonna to keep, we're going to aim that to, we're going to transfer that to our passion for Jesus. Yeah, radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let him fill you with excitement as you serve him. He wants to fill you with a radiant glow. That's what the fire of God is all about. Sometimes it just comes in the form of laughter, so it's okay. It's, it's free to laugh in church, even if it's not for whatever. <laughs> Sometimes it can start out in one direction, and it could actually end up in a good place. So. Let this hope burst forth within you, releasing a continual joy. And don't give up in the time of trouble. That's my encouragement to myself and to you guys. Don't give up in the time of trouble. But commune with God at all times. You know, we, we get a feast on God. We get a feast in his presence. You know, he prepares a banquet before us in the presence of our enemies. He is the banquet. It's not about food and stuff. It's about God. It's about feasting on his presence. We just get to drink him in, soak him in, Take him in. <laughs> That's not Jesus, but <laughs> he kind of looks like him sometimes, though. Sometimes. More and more as he's being transformed into the image. So, guys, we're just going to just take a little bit of time tonight. Um, we're not going to drag it out long. That's, see, I was supposed to play that while we're praying, just to get all lofty. And, you want to pray? Tammy says it's too hot in here to go much longer. Okay, so let's do this. We were saying that we wanted to share a couple testimonies tonight, and, and we're going to just, and then we're just going to finish with that. No preaching tonight. Um, I, I promise I'm not going to just keep praying for the next hour and make you guys just kind of fall asleep in your chairs. But, you know, testimonies. Um, Pam, we were sharing this before the meeting, and uh, this would be good for you to hear. You know, you had asked for prayer for your shoulder. And, you know, I just had been begun to pray just as I felt God was leading me to just speak the oil of his healing going in through your skin into the muscle. And the interesting thing is um, Mariah and Alex were here praying with us, praying in a green. And this is what Mariah sent us in the evening. She said, Alex and I were just talking. And he said, when we were praying over her shoulder, right before you spoke about what you saw, he saw 
her shoulder and each layer of skin and muscle went away and zoomed in on her joint. And he saw something like cartilage perfectly formed around the joint inside the socket. And then he said, you spoke about what you saw and it was like an echo or confirmation of what he was seeing. So I just want to encourage you guys, um, this is exciting because you know, Mariah has grown up in the church, but Alex, you know, the stuff that, that, we, that we do, this, the things that we get into, you know, just the, the uh, things that are subjectional, subjective Christianity, the things that we have to, it, it sounds kind of, you know, it could be out there to some people, but we, we balance everything that we, we see and speak out with what's biblical. We want to stay within the, the boundary lines, the plumb line of the scriptures. But we know that, that it's God's will that we would, would learn how to hear his voice. You know, he's, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they won't follow after a stranger. And the same works that Jesus did, he said in John 14, that we would do the same works, even greater things than these, because I'm going to the Father. So if we are to do the works of Jesus, then we need to understand how Jesus functioned in, in the earth. He is God always was God, always will be God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. But God, who existed from eternity to eternity, became a human being, became a, a baby, baby Jesus in the manger. And the Bible tells us that he emptied himself. He became a man and emptied himself and surrendered himself to the point of death, even death on a cross. Everything that Jesus did as a man, he did it as a man, not under his divine rightful power that he could have functioned in himself. He even said that he could call a legion of angels at any time to come and destroy everyone and destroy the earth, to wipe out his enemies. He could have just changed the plan, said, forget this, I'm not gonna die on a cross. But he chose to yield himself to the Father and everything he did, he did as a human being, a God in the flesh, anointed by the Holy Spirit. And in our schooling, you know, Bill Johnson calls Jesus the prototype. He was the first. He's the firstborn of many brothers and sisters. That doesn't make us equal with him, and that doesn't bring him down from who he is as God. But what that shows us is that everything he did in the body, he did it as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. And you and I can do the same works that Jesus did in the same way he did that. So we need the Holy Spirit. We need him to activate our senses, to help us to, to give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And so what happened with Alex is a testimony of him beginning to see with his spirit. He saw this. It, it was in that place of the imagination I was talking about before we um, had everyone start worship tonight. That place of the imagination, you know, when I, you close your eyes, it's that blank screen. And if I tell you, you know, picture something, you can kind of picture something. But when you take that part of your, your mind before God and you give it to him, you yield it to him and you say, Lord, show me what you want to show me. Speak to me. I give you my my senses, my ability to see with my eyes closed or even with my eyes open. You know, there's, there's even places where God will give you an open vision. 
he will just, it's kind of like daydreaming. Your, your eyes are open and you're walking, and but you just start to see something that's actually not happening, but you, and something spiritual, like, like you're seeing a person in a wheelchair going down the sidewalk for real. And then in your mind, you're thinking, wouldn't that be awesome just to go up to them and put your hand on them and say, in the name of Jesus, rise. That, that is, in a, in a sense, a way of seeing something before it happens or before it could happen. One day I saw a coworker at his truck, a, a believer, and I saw myself going over to him and putting my hand on his shoulder and just praying a quick prayer of blessing and strength. And I thought, okay, God, you're showing me something that I could do. I'll go do it. So I saw it in the spirit and then I did it in the natural. So sometimes God will show you things in that place of your imagination, of your mind. It's, we would call it the sanctified imagination. It's the set apart, any part of who you are that you offer to God and set it apart to him can be used by him. The Holy Spirit can use that to speak to you. God's first language is not English. He speaks to us in, in the words of the kingdom, in the spirit. And that might be a color. You might have your eyes closed and say, okay, Lord, show me something. And you see the color blue or the color gold. That may be all you get, but that's a beginning. That's a starting point. Then you can ask him. You, you, he shows you something that gives you permission to say, okay, God, what does that mean? And then you just be still before him and listen. What does he want to tell you? Is this for somebody? So during our class, um, was it two? Was it last week for Aunt Sharon? Um, that just while we were praying and stuff, um, her and my mom went home. She stayed at my mom's house. Their sisters, and um, they stopped and got ice cream. And my aunt is diabetic, and so they were sitting eating their ice cream, chatting. And my mom all of a sudden said, "You didn't test your blood sugar." And my aunt's like, "Oh shoot, I totally didn't." So she tested it right then and there, and her blood sugar level was normal. And then the next morning, she tested it again, and it was actually on the low side. So we feel like she's been healed. She's going to go to the doctor and get tested again, but we feel like she's been healed of diabetes. So, yeah. So God is doing things. I, I started out mentioning Alex and Mariah. Mariah has grown up in in the church world. She's familiar with a lot of this, but for Alex, that's not new to him. The first time he came here, I mean, th yeah, what did I say? Okay, yeah, th that is stuff that is not new to him. That is new to him. Yeah, I just said it again. I'll get it right eventually. It's the heat. The heat's starting to fry my brain. Um, th that, those are things that are new to him. The first time he saw anything supernatural happening in a room was when the Bethel students were here and it was not, it wasn't you, Pam, it was uh, Jill and Linda were sitting right here in these two chairs and Alex and Mariah were behind them and he saw the Bethel students pray for them and they started to fall down. They received really easy. Some people, you know, they've received powerfully and so it doesn't take much for them just to get whacked really good. They started falling back and kind of wobbling and falling into their chairs and he thought that's just kind of weird. I've never seen that. Is that real? He, he asked himself, is that real? 
Then they came over to him and began to pray for him, and he started feeling the power of God moving on him, making him feel heavier, whatever. I'd have to ask him exactly what it was he felt. But he was experiencing the presence of God in a way he had never felt. And then when the student prayed for him, he said that it was like he was reading every thought in his head. As he was praying it, it was stuff that was in his, kind of in his mind about himself. And it was speaking into areas where he had carried wounds and, and lies, things that were just inside of him. So he went home and, he, and Mariah said that that night, the first night, uh, second night with us, second Sunday, he was running, bouncing off the walls. He's just so, and he wants more. This is what God does. He gives you a taste. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that's what God does. He wants, he wants to give you a taste. And that's the thing about the kingdom. We're learning this in our schooling. God's way is that he makes you hungry by giving you a taste. And once you start to taste of the things of the, the spirit of the kingdom, you want more. You can't get enough. So I know for you guys, some of this stuff is, is newer, I'm guessing, right? Do you want to share um, what happened to your eye when we were praying? Over the mic. I know, I know Ed would, would do it for you, but I think it'd be cool if you, you, you were the one who actually experienced it. And your shoulder, yeah, can you want to share it? Is that okay? It's just a couple, I mean, look, they're always like, come on. we want to know. So she was having a, a pushing feeling behind her eye, her right eye, and it was, it would keep her up at night and keep her pacing and, you know, she would just keep complaining about her eye was always hurting, but then she wouldn't go to the doctor because she's scared. So we came here and um, this last Tuesday I had oral surgery, so I knew I was going to go under. So I asked Scott and Tammy to pray with me and just, you know, kind of make sure I woke up, you know. Um, and then we mentioned Rachel's eye and... Uh, and shoulder and we Scott and Tammy just assembled a crew a team around us and and it was wonderful I mean it was I felt something like you say just I felt the strength and um, so about three o'clock in the morning she woke up and I woke up and she was crying and I said what's wrong and she goes my right eye is tearing and I said okay do you want me to get you a Kleenex or something and she said my right eye hasn't teared in over three years so it's a uh, it was very powerful. I turned the light on, and it's just—it's just watering. You know, when we were standing standing here, uh, she said she felt the release of pressure. But I think that you know, laying down, getting comfortable, that then it just started to to leak, and it just—we just laid there and cried. It was very powerful. times where she would have to go home from work 
because it was like a migraine. Um, and then, yeah. But, yeah, she has an appointment. It was July 2nd. Now it's July 30th. But we, it, it was so bad that she was like so, she almost fainted at work. I had to go pick her up and take her to ER. And, and they did a CAT scan and said, go to a neurologist. So, you know, sometimes you don't want to hear that there's a problem, but other times you need to know there's a problem to fix a problem. And we're kind of on that fence where it's like, you know, come on, honey, you got to do this. We got to do this. And so we made the appointments. And, and uh, so, yeah, we find out then. just believe that that God because if you came in a room with pain before the meeting started and then in the middle of worship you realize at the end of worship you're you're not having any more pain I believe that that is something that commonly happens as God is just in the room you know he just touches people and he heals people and then there are things that we pray for that we look for even if we don't see an instantaneous healing we look for measures of, of improvement so like if it's 25% better or 50% better, then we go after after that even more. And we're like, we just ask God to, to increase it, um, you know, complete the work. There are things that we, that require us to go after in prayer. And we don't fully understand why it takes time to go after things. It just, that's just part of how it works at times. But there's other times where God just comes and boom, the healing's complete. You felt heat, fire, whatever, and, and the pain was there, and now it's gone and never came back. anyone else have any testimony of what God has just miraculously done where he's really revealed himself something fresh something new or even a, a, something that he's done in the past that just 
that you've, that's coming to mind right now. now three months and like finally had a really good time with uh, a friend who I last year we went through a lot together um, Eric and uh, this morning finally like it felt like whatever was between us kind of broke so we had a good time talking walking and uh, you know I've been praying for him for the better part of a year like going through some of the issues that he had gone through so and I too we both went through some issues last year with the whole COVID thing so um, it's that was a good thing and I also had one thing I wanted to share as well um, I'm not going to get too far into it but just about So, so um, last week before last, week before last, I had a, a, a vision of uh, closer, like right there. Okay, so I had a vision of like um, this. It looked like almost kind of like electricity, but it was like a painful electricity on the bones of a person's body. And I heard the word arthritis. So, is is anybody dealing with that, or do they? Does anyone need like some healing from that? Okay, cool. So I think the Holy Spirit wants to like heal that tonight like yeah yeah and I and I think more than just that there's actually more people who will get healing through that so um, this is gonna be weird um, but like I'm just gonna do something weird Um, so God says to pull the trigger on like healing he says to pull the trigger on healing so that's it I know that's that's it's he says to pull the trigger on healing so so I know that's I know that's weird, but that's that's what he says, and uh, and so be healed, be healed. Amen. So, yeah, I I think that's that's fitting, and that was exactly what we went after last week. How has it been? I clean houses for a living, so I use my right shoulder a lot. And I played softball for 22 years, so that's, I think I thought that it was uh, rotocuff problems, that it was shot. And, um, but I went to the doctor, and they said it was arthritis in the shoulder. So I don't know really what it is, but... Um, it didn't hurt when you prayed for it, but after this week... It, it, it hurt. It's hurting now, yeah. So, we've always, not we've always, but we have learned to contend. When you, when you get a healing in your body, this is common for the symptoms to return. And so when we know God did something to begin with, we can pursue and, and re, try to go after that and hold on to it. It can be complicated. I don't fully. I don't think any of us fully understand it. But but all we do know is he did something, and it's not his will for it to go back to how it was. You know, sometimes there's things that we can do to to re-injure, but we don't. It's, we can't blame ourselves. We can't. Don't want to start trying to blame the reason. We just want to go back to the answer. So I think that would be awesome to be able to just you know go after it some more for you tonight and for your eye, that whole thing, we go after that some more too. Um, before we do that, is, does anyone else have a testimony? Anybody, I'm not going to like try to squeeze it out of you guys, but if you have something that you want to share. 
This is just a continuation from my recent um, miracle. I had some miracle money for my business. I had like major miracle money, like major miracle money. So what happened was when I got that money, in my mind, I thought I'm just going to go and buy all these houses and lease all these properties and then yeah I can quit my job and I had all these plans but I didn't realize um, that there, there's a process and I didn't realize that God wanted me to take care of some things before I could go do all that stuff so what's happened is that money I had to use most of it some of it to like clear out junk and, um, and fix things and renovate things. But just this weekend, I got help where God like hauled off, helped me haul off like 20 years worth of junk. Okay, 20 years worth of junk in this garage of things that were old, rotted. There was a leaking roof in this old garage and there was stuff in there that I didn't even remember till the guy contractor was pulling stuff out and I go oh I didn't know that oh oh that's 20 years worth of junk but I was so happy because all of it is gone all of it is being moved out like God is clearing out and that's my physical you know like you know praise to God but it's also a spiritual thing too like old things old things old things are passed away and behold all things are new and God is like making everything new for me he's clearing out the junk and bringing in the new he's and and he's also like preparing me like building me financially he's healing my finances when you in business you got to have healthy financial history and credit and he's just healing that so I feel like God is providing me provision in increments first stage when the first stage once we finish this he's moving us to the next stage and he's totally the provider he really is because I'm a single mama single mama and God is providing so it's a huge testimony because people a lot of people look at me and they think I'm this rich woman they think I'm rich okay I'm gonna claim I'm rich okay <laughs> Jesus Christ I'm rich you know like she rich how she do it but they don't know the story they don't know the testimony like I totally depend on God for everything he's my helper he's my provider and I go straight to him boldly right and then I got my wonderful family in Christ who's standing with me too praying and at the throne and interceding I thank God for you guys for believing and just pressing through even when I faint but he's the provider he truly is and that really builds your faith faith he increases our faith and we need each other we need each other because we have our days when we feel weary and we feel weary somebody over there praying interceding sending a word of encouragement through text or online thank you you know we fight together you know when one person is blessed everybody gonna get blessed right you bless, we gonna be blessed. I'm blessed, everybody gonna be blessed because God wants us to be free, free, like in every area of our lives, you know? Free, just free, free to love, free to do what he's called us to do. But he's healing us. And I, my testimony this week is that God, the junk, God has removed 20 years worth of junk 
out of my life. Okay? And I have an empty garage to look at when I go home. Now we just go and paint it, patch it up, put a new roof, and put new things in there, clear new things in there, you know? and enjoy it and embrace. So I thank God and embrace every season and every provision that he provides because he's already preparing for the next provision. And we just have to continue to trust him one provision at a time. Amen? Amen. Thank you. You know, sometimes God... Well, I think all the time. He doesn't give us everything all at once because if he did, he, he knows that we probably couldn't handle it. It'd just be too much what he wants to do. He knows what you can handle. He knows how much you can take on. And, and part of the, I believe half of the process is what he's doing in you, changing your heart and your mind, the way you relate to him and trust in him. You're, he's strengthening you through that, those times of waiting. But that's, that's just so encouraging. Yes, Anna. I just, I was really thinking about it, but um, yesterday when I spoke of this, I started feeling the Holy, the Holy Spirit, and then I had a dream two days ago, and when I woke up, uh, like about five or so, like I just felt deep down inside that it was from the Lord, because sometimes I have doubts of like, okay, is it from something I was watching, or, you know, so distinguished and I really did feel like God was that was a God dream and uh, so it was basically like a like a man form but he was the devil and he was just walking around and whoever like he would look at or touch he would just get them possessed and like but it was me and like other people and like I knew there was angels around us and I was being told okay you got to run quickly to that person kind of like a tag team thing like we knew where he was walking and I could see him and we would quickly go to that person and he would get more and more people and we knew we had to go after each and every one of them and there was even a little girl maybe about nine or so I remember her being curly hair brown uh, like light brown hair and she was just fully possessed I guess and started hitting me and like like abusive and I quickly started uh, praying for her and you could just feel the relief of that whatever was put whatever he was placing on people just be released and it was just it just felt I don't know amazing to to know I and, and it was weird and I guess different to see that you know the devil was in a in a form of a man form and like we can see him and he would just look at someone or like you know tag them up and and we knew we had to go around and, and catch them all and pray for them. So just wanted to share that. So it's kind of like what Jesus has called us to do. We get to undo the works of the enemy. We can see the works of the enemy in people's lives. And he has given us his delegated authority to go undo that. So I think that, that sounds like a God dream to me. It's especially if you're, if you know, the good side's winning. If the devil's in the dream and he's losing, that's, that's a God dream. If he's winning in the dream, that probably isn't from God. Well, we, we should wrap this up, guys, because it's hot. I just feel like I got hot smissed all over me. Smissed? 
hot smist, whatever that is. But why don't we do this? Maybe um, I would like to just pray for Tao. Just want to bless and, and ask God to increase that. Continue for provision for the vision. It rhymes and, it's, and it sounds good. And, and so she's got a vision and God gave it to her and he's going to provide. And so we just want to declare and agree with God that we, we pull on heaven for that to continue to come in his timing, that nothing would, would get in the way. So yeah, just maybe stretch a hand out towards Tao right now. We just declare provision for the vision. We thank you, God, for what you're already doing, the, the miracles, the blessings that you've released already. And we know, God, that, that what you have begun, you're going to finish. The, the work that you have begun, you will complete. We just thank you that this is a kingdom work. This is an eternal work that will have eternal repercussions. It's going to create reward in heaven and testimony that goes into eternity. So we just thank you, Lord, that, that what you have given her to put her hand on is going to be a powerful, life-changing ministry for, for men and women as they come in contact with this kingdom royal authority daughter and receive the anointing and the gifting that she carries to bring freedom and encouragement and hope and order into their lives. We thank you, God, for the new order that you're bringing into Tao's life, into her home, that the old things are gone and behold, the new things are coming in more and more in increasing measures. So we thank you, Lord. We just bless it and we say yes and amen to what you're doing in her life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so then we should go, we'll just go across the room. Why don't some of you ladies just get over there on Pam's shoulder? We just command this pain to leave, this arthritis to leave. You're not a friend. You cannot stay. Pam's a child of God, and you cannot stay. So we command arthritis to leave her body right now, to leave her shoulder right now. Father, just do a creative miracle, God. Release your healing and uh, just release new cartilage, whatever she needs, Father God. We've seen it before, God, and you can do it again. So we just release that, and we just thank you for the healing right now in Jesus' name. And God, just fill, continue to fill her with your spirit, Father. Continue to make things new. This is a season for new. We, can, we just ask that in your name, Father. God, we thank you so much. Just release healing now. So Kelly had this vision, this picture. This is a word of knowledge, we believe. And he saw the gun being pointed at it and pulled the trigger. So why don't you ladies all just point your finger, point, point your gun, your spiritual finger gun. And in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pull the trigger now. We just command, pow. We speak to that pain and we say, go, arthritis, spirit of arthritis, be gone. We blast you out in the name of Jesus. Whew. Is that good, Kelly? Is that, is that good enough? 
We can do fireballs out of the gun. Anything you guys want to do. Super soaker. All right. We wash that arthritis. I just see it going like like chalk being washed away with a, the fire hose. So, do you want to sit for this? You want to get you want to get the ladies to blast you? You can just you can just take that chair there. We're just gonna have women around you. That way you don't get cooties from us guys. <laughs> That's okay. Boys have cooties, you know, snakes and snails and puppy dog tails. So right now, we just command whatever's going on in Rachel's head, Father God, that we just rebuke it right now in Jesus' name, and we send it back to the pit of hell. And we just say, healing come right now, that there will be a testimony when she goes to the doctor. They'll say, we don't know what you're talking about. There is nothing there. And we break off fear right now in Jesus' name, and we send that back to hell. Fear is not your friend. Go now in Jesus' name. Yes, that's right. Just release your healing, Father God. Release your healing. We break off the spirit of affirmity. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Dizziness, leave right now. You may not stay. We command you to leave now. Any trauma that has caused us, we break off trauma right now in Jesus' name. Just release right now. Release your healing, Father. We command peace to come. Release healing from head to toe in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yes. Just release healing in her shoulder. Anything lingering? Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. So just plead the blood of Jesus over you, over your mind and over your body. We just command any thought that is not of God to leave right now. I just hear him say that you are worthy to receive healing. You're worthy. You're worthy to receive his healing. He loves you with an everlasting love, with an undying love. And you, he has made you worthy. You are worth. You are worth the healing. So we just release that. Does anyone else have any picture or seeing anything as you're praying? I got that she was particularly sensitive to EMFs, um, electrical, magnetic uh, exposure anyway, and it throws her off balance. So keep her, her body in alignment accept it with the word of God and the protection of Jesus. 
Father, we thank you because of your healing power. Lord, you walked the earth and you healed them. You laid your hand upon them. And Lord, tonight we've laid our hand upon this young girl. And Lord, you said that by your stripes she is healed. You have sent forth your word and you have healed her. And body right now, we say in the name of Jesus, align yourself with the word of God. For by his stripes, you are healed. Doesn't matter what they are saying, God says differently because you are his child. And there is nothing that can touch you because you belong to him. So in the name of Jesus, we declare his word in aligning that body with the word of God tonight. God cannot lie. His word does not lie. So we declare it in the name of Jesus. that into this because we're recording it for testimony's sake. So Tao is seeing an eagle just picking this stuff off and carrying it away. These these uh, infirmities are just being carried off. But the, the talons of the eagle are grabbing it and just pulling it away. And I was actually seeing God just putting like a like at a dentist office a lead apron over you. And I believe that he just wants to give you a, a barrier of protection, like a lead blanket, so that the, the stuff that's causing irritation to your your nerves and your senses to your to your head that there would just be um, a, a protection that he would be placing this protective um, covering over your head like a helmet so that whatever it is the lighting or whatever it is that's these EMS EMFs these these electromagnetic forces would would just no longer bother you that you would have reinforcement over your over your your skin, over your skull, over the nerves in your head, over every part of your body, beginning from your head down to your feet, that you would just be strengthened with supernatural strength over your entire body, like a shield. In Jesus' name. that something that she's supposed to do or anything because 
everything that you guys are seeing and picking up is important. We, we don't want to just like, you know, miss something. Our prayer would be that there's a clean report, there's nothing there, and that and that all of the symptoms would just kind of more and more over the next days until that appointment, they would just begin to leave. All right. Well, you guys, we're free to be dismissed. I mean, you're free to begin with, so free to be dismissed. If you want to be dismissed, you're free to receive it. If you don't want to be dismissed, then you're free to stay. So.